It's Thursday, and that means that we are back with a very special bonus episode of The Cabin Podcast. Welcome to The Cabin. This is the official podcast of Discover Wisconsin. I'm Susan Foch. I'm Eric Paulson. I'm Music Matt. And with us today, once again, we have Michelle Gormican-Thompson, who handles the communications for the Wisconsin Counties Association. She's joining us for our Uniquely Wisconsin series. Welcome back into The Cabin, Michelle. I love The Cabin. Thank you for having me. You really do. You have fun when you come here. I do. Like We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. On and off air. It takes us a very long time to actually get started recording. We get on more tangents than a calculus class. I believe the three of us are talkers. I love that reference, by the way. (laughs) Goodness. Anyway, so this episode is a part of our Uniquely Wisconsin series. Michelle, just for anyone who's tuning in for the first time, can you give us a recap on what the Uniquely Wisconsin campaign is? Absolutely. We love this campaign. So Uniquely Wisconsin is a broadcast and a streaming series. It spotlights the untold stories of Wisconsinites and highlights the communities in which they live, from the emotional to the heartwarming to the humorous to the historic. The Uniquely Wisconsin brand captures the essence of the people of our state here in America's Dairyland. Discover Wisconsin is of the places and of the things. Uniquely Wisconsin will be more about the people. So while our focus still has a Discover Wisconsin feel, we wanted to do a deeper dive into the culture that makes up each county. And they are pretty unique in how they form as a whole Wisconsin's culture. So we're breaking our stories into themes like families and generations, community kindness, community activity, vision for the future, artists and creators, and a look into the service and hospitality industry. I'm exhausted just reading all that. <laughs> and I have to say, these stories are fascinating. The, the stories of the people of this state, we're bringing it home. It's so interesting to hear all of them. It's incredible. And this week, we are highlighting Sauk County and the unique stories and people of Sauk County. And honestly, this one, it is going to be a unique one. I'm pretty excited to dive into this episode. So, Eric, why don't you kick us off with some Sauk County fast facts? Sure. Sauk County, formed in 1840 out of the Wisconsin territorial land, was organized by 1844. So it took them four years to get their you-know-what together. But it seems like it's that way with every place, right? Takes, takes a, a couple while. years, yeah. So it, it's interesting what the geography Sauk County covers because it, it goes all the way down to Spring Green to the southwest, Wisconsin Dells in the northeast corner, and in between you have serious variety in the options in the landscape. It's part of the Driftless area in the Baraboo Hills. Baraboo, in fact, is the county seat, home to the Ringling Brothers Circus with all of that history. The gorgeous Al Ringling Theater is on the town square, which Baraboo's town square, fantastic. It is like Gilmore Girls in a Hallmark movie. Yeah, it abs- it's, it's absolute Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should play the mean city guy wearing a suit or the charming small town guy in a the flannel. I'll be the girl coming back to my hometown. Oh, perfect. <laughs> See, Eric, no, it's. I don't think it would be a flannel for you. I think it would be like a like a quarter zip sweater. That would be the vibe. Elbow okay. patches. Oh, maybe yes, like a suede elbow patch. Three quarters of the way to professor at this point. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but that would be, I think that would be the look that I would give you in your Hallmark movie in Baraboo. I'll take it. Perfect. All right. <laughs> so we'd go to the Al Ringling Theater for a wonderful show. Al Ringling Brewery is in the Ringling Mansion. That's right there, right by the town square. Baraboo also has the Driftless Glen Distillery, Baraboo Glass Winery, Tumbled Rock Brewery. We'll get into that later. Uh, just south of Baraboo, Devil's Lake State Park, the most visited one in the state. Gorgeous. Amazing. You feel like you're out way out west. Some of the rock formations and the views, the lake itself, the trails. Yeah, largest the most iconic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, largest city in Sauk County is Reedsburg. Booming town, around 10,000 people. A lot of robust industry going on there. They're right in the 90th meridian. You're halfway between the International Dateline and the Prime Meridian in London. 
I did not know that. That's good. When you cross that line, it's pretty cool. Uh, Wide Boulevard downtown, a lot of great shops down there. Pioneer Village Historic Park is a really cool place to check out and get some history. Uh, And actually... There's speaking of history, south of Baraboo, the Badger Army Ammunition Plant is there. They made so many munitions for World War II. It was the largest munitions factory in the world at the time. It was known as the Badger Ordnance Works. That plant, of course, no longer in use. They're clearing it and they're going to repurpose it. When you drive by that, it is stunning how large that area is. And what was, you think back to the time when it was at its peak, something mm-hmm. else. It's unbelievable. That's why US 12 got to be four lanes in one of those. They're, pulling so much stuff in and out of there all the time. By the way, across the way, there's a little military salute in that area on one side, like tanks and stuff like that you can explore. Then on the other side is Dr. Evermore's Sculpture Park, which is this super uniquely cool spot to visit. Very cool. I've seen that. Yeah. uh, Definitely one you should put on your list. Now, um, some cool historical stuff. The Culver's Restaurant franchise is headquartered in Prairie du Sac in Sauk County. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course, they opened their first restaurant in Sauk City in 84. You can go back to our interview with Craig Culver for more on that, Susan. You remember what episode that was? I forgot the number. Oh, it was number 85, Eric. Oh, right. See, right off the top of her head. Well, I, you can do that with highway numbers. I can True. do that with episodes of this podcast. Well, we each have our specialties, right? <laughs> I can choose different Culvers around the state to tell you my favorites. How's that? Okay, oh, perfect. 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 We'll do that. Uh, another thing that's kind of a, a hidden gem, if you will, uh, along Highway 136, which connects Reedsburg down to Baraboo through Rock Springs, is Abelman Gorge, which I recommend everybody check out. It's like a mini Grand Canyon you you drive oh. through. Got the Baraboo River right there, all these abrupt bluffs on either side. Van Heys Rock is there, which has a specifically cool place in geography and the study of rocks, especially at UW-Madison. And then uh, along that road in Rock Spring, there's a meadery there that's relatively new called Mead King. And that's in a former church and village hall in Rock Springs, which is definitely worth a visit. A meadery. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about a meadery. What is that? Oh, you well, know you know a winery. Show. Yes. They make wine. Yes. A brewery. They make brew, as in beer. Let me guess. They're making mead. Very good. You know, Michelle, you also could uh, just hop right on back to episode 106, where we did with cider, cideries in meadery. Yes, cideries too. <laughs> so instead of grapes or grain, this is honey. Interesting. Fermenting. All yeah. right. I'm always learning something on this podcast, why I love the cabin. Yes. So those are my fast facts, even though I took way too much time. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We always appreciate your fast facts, Eric. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But- We are here for Uniquely Wisconsin because of the stories, because of the people. And my favorite sub, well, subtopic of all of our podcasts are when we get to talk about nonprofits. And there's an amazing one that's in Saw County. Michelle, I would love it if you could uh, start talking to us about people helping people. Absolutely. So we take a look at a nonprofit organization based in Baraboo that was created by Bill and Yvette Harris. And this program is designed for the community to help each other by paying it forward. Always so important to do, primarily to those low-income families and unemployed adults that may need a helping hand. There's an opportunity to adopt a family and stomp out hunger, which supplies food for families in crisis throughout the year and helps keep food pantries available and supplied. Adopting a veteran, the school supply program, and the work ready program are all avenues that the community can come together to help others. And that's such a strong message within Uniquely Wisconsin Stories that we see over and over are people helping people. And that's one of these things that does that. This is an organization that really shows the uniqueness and the heart of those people that are in Sauk County. So some of their programs are adopting a veteran, the school supply program, and the work ready program. These are all avenues that the community can come together to help others in 
in their town. The Work Ready program is an opportunity to offer mentorship and free career training to those unemployed adults that are ready to take the next step to return to the workforce. People Helping People, this organization really shows the uniqueness and the heart of those people in Sauk County. I love that just because I'm honestly, things like getting a job, getting your resume together is hard enough as it is. Absolutely. <laughs> and when you're not already equipped with some of those that skills and that knowledge, like the idea that there is a really nice place with that's not going to give you a stigma either or like judge you for, you know, needing that assistance, like because their whole point is to help you. I think that's just incredible. And it's something I don't think we talk enough about. Like when we talk about the charity realm, I think it's really easy to get caught up in hunger and homelessness or children's illnesses. Like they're really kind of like top tier stuff, but no one talks about some of these like under like recognized populations. And there are so many things, as their name says, people helping people. Sometimes people just need something really small, like mm-hmm. you have people that aren't capable of doing this or might need, you know, elderly who could need help doing anything, yeah. you know. So groups like this, it doesn't have to be a huge thing, but the impact felt is so large. Mm-hmm. Well, a little boost can go a long way. And especially with job training in Sauk County, I mean, you have a wide variety of opportunities there. There's heavy industry there. Absolutely. The hospitality industry is huge there, especially with the Dells right there. Yep. Um, so whatever you want to do, I mean, you probably have an opportunity to find your career path there. Yep. And the people helping people are there to assist. So that's great information right there. Now let's look towards the future and let's look at education because there's a mm-hmm. special farm uh, around Reedsburg, right? Absolutely. Gavin Farms. This is a wonderful story about a family that became first-generation farmers. So often you hear about third-generation. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is a family that became first-generation farmers in the beautiful hills of Reedsburg. That area is absolutely stunning. And to be able to operate a farm from there, we meet the Gavin family. They are passionate about farming, caring for their animals and the land, as well as educate those who want to know more about the food that they eat. I'm guilty of that. You know, you go to a Costco, you go to the grocery store. Where does that food come from? People are actually in these farms making an impact in their community, and the Gavins are one of the one of those people. Well, they're they're part of that trend of you know farm to table, CSAs, huge consumer supported agriculture. Where you as a group contract directly with different farms in your area. Yes, and whatever they grow, whatever they yield, you can take advantage of and enjoy and cook with and. You get more nutrients that way. You know more about your food. It's just a healthier way to live. And eating seasonally is fascinating because you don't really think about it when you're just like, oh, why can't I get strawberries? And it's January. (laughs) When you have a CSA box, you are like, okay, it's rutabaga season. Let's Mm -hmm. find some recipes of what we're going to do with these root vegetables. Pasties. Oh, there you go. Put them in pasties, Teddy Wedgers on State Street in Madison. absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's funny because you're... You know, our bodies are actually designed to be eating seasonally. And with as the seasons change, like you might crave a strawberry, but that's not necessarily what you should be eating in January. So it actually really, I mean, it helps too, like your own natural systems to be eating like that. Absolutely. And the Gavins, they are so passionate about what they do. And we are so excited to to showcase their story. So, you know, that's really cool when you can really connect directly with the farmers and And their land, really, by extension. I love all of that. So we talk about natural food. Let's talk about natural beauty. There is a really cool and relatively recently established state trail 
yes. in Sauk County. The Great Sauk State Trail. This has been a collaboration with local officials and citizens in the state. And it is home to the newest state trail, the, Sauk, the Great Sauk State Trail. It was established in 2017 on an old railroad bed. And this trail provides a beautiful trip through the history and the geology of Sauk County. The trail follows the Wisconsin River, which is stunning, as we know, and takes visitors through Prairie de Sac and Sauk City. And then up through... Basically towards Merrimack. Yes, it, right? absolutely. So that, that trail, it's a work in progress. And it has been, I know, Marty Krieger, the uh, Sauk County official, worked very tirelessly. The state, everyone has come together. And that trail along the river, it's absolutely gorgeous. Well, it's a popular place for bird watching, especially eagles. Yes, they love flying right. up and down the riverway there. Yep, it's right over. Well, you will know this because it's a road. But what is the mm-hmm. bridge that goes over there, right into into Prairie? Well, there's a oh into Prairie. It's Highway 60. Thank you. Yes, into Sauk City, it's US 12 and Highway 78. Okay. And if you want to take the Eastern Bypass around Highway 188, you're right at Wallersheim. Winery and Distillery, although I, technically that's outside the Sauk County borders. I just have to go on record, Eric. I love your knowledge of all of these roadways in Wisconsin. <laughs> it makes me so happy to, that someone understands that because I'm always like, just head right. Just go right. I'm not sure what that road is or the street. <laughs> just keep heading that way. You'll be fine. Well, I find and, that very funny considering uh, the conversations you must be having on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And when you're on 60 and 78 through town, which, by the way, quick aside, Prairie du Sac, that's where they have the annual cow chip throw. Oh, oh, every it? Labor yes. Day, love talking about that one. <laughs> which we talked about in Wacky Wisconsin Festivals, which was episode one twenty two. Right off the top, she's staring right at me as she says that. She's not even looking at notes. <laughs> That's what I think every time you Freaks come me at out. me with like. <laughs> I'm starting to get a complex here because you have all the knowledge of the podcast. You, Eric, have all the knowledge of the roads, and of I'm not roads. sure what I'm bringing to the table here. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> roads and one master spreadsheet that I've housed for like two years yeah, are very still different. Incredibly skills. impressive. <laughs> So the trail's what, about 10 and a half miles long total right now? And I, it, it's awesome how they've repurposed some of the old rail lines that just aren't being, uh, otherwise they're not being used at all, becoming recreational absolutely. corridors like you know, that. We've taken a look at this with the Elroy Sparta Trail, the repurposing of things that take you through the absolute gorgeous beauty of our state. Mm. And the Great Sox State Trail is one of those. And to your point, Eric, you may just see an eagle along the way. That would be so cool on a bike ride. Right? Not an electric bike or a regular bike? A regular bike for me. I'd, You'd be I'd, going too fast well, otherwise was, <laughs> to catch the birds. Yeah. That was an off-air conversation we had. It, we, we went off for like 15 minutes about electric yes. bikes, especially in Madison. I think going up a hill, though, they're a, they're a honey. Yeah, they, they, they can be helpful in that case. Absolutely. And also right along that trail is Vintage Brewing in Sauk City. If you want to check yes, that out. Yes, that's the original one. Mm-hmm. Very, it's a great brewery. And you are a king of many breweries, correct? Well, I feel it's important to explore them. They're very important pieces of the community in many towns. A gathering place. And they're a great gathering place. And I like doing just flights. Yeah. little sample of each, see what you like. I don't go there to get tanked. I go there to try a little bit of each of their beers and... Keep it on the level. What I love about the brewery vibe is in many places throughout Wisconsin, you see people there with across age spectrums, little kids, people playing board games. Oh, yeah. Their cribbage board comes out of their purse. I personally travel (laughs) with a cribbage board with my husband. We are big. This is is such a Wisconsin conversation at this very moment. I was the um, St. Patrick's. Catholic Elementary School eighth grade champion back in 1980. <laughs> I will not share the year. Um, that's um, Nobody really believes me because I'm not the best cribbage player, but you can do that in a brewery. See, my fiance Ann loves that. She loves cribbage. Oh, I love that game. And 
you, you, you two would have a great conversation <laughs> about that. Now, one place we've loved to go, speaking of breweries, just up the road on 12 and then over on 136 a little bit, at the south end of Baraboo, wedged between the city of Baraboo and the entrance to Devil's Lake State Park, is Tumbled Rock Brewery. And that has become quickly one of our favorites in the state. That is a phenomenal development right there. Uh, it's actually at 136 and County Road DL. You know what that stands for? Devil's Lake. Devil's Thank Lake. You. There we oh go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sometimes county road designations are tip-offs to where they go. I would have to think the perfect day would be hiking through Devil's Lake and then ending the day at Tumbled Rock mm-hmm. with a flight and yeah. some hopefully salty snacks. Absolutely. And maybe well, a game of cribbage. They are a full, like, few, full kitchen, too. Yes. It's got a unique design. It's There's a big building on one side that is a huge kitchen and an indoor bar, indoor restaurant seating. There's a smaller building on the other side that is part of the brewery itself also, and then a smaller tap room area. And then in between is this outdoor space with two levels. And there's fire pits, there's a live music stage, and there's tons of tables there as well. And kids have a great time running around. You can enjoy the music, enjoy a beautiful day. And their their beer selections are awesome. Their beers have names like Utters Up, yep. which is a cream ale. <laughs> That's a very Wisconsin very name. Very right? Wisconsin name. Uh, Sarrington Road, which is an English IPA. Uh, Sunset at Fitz's, which is a pineapple Kolsch. I mean, some of these are seasonals too. But uh, they had a beer with the name Cod Swallop in it. Which what is I have, a cod swallop? I don't know, but it was a darn English. good beer. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it sounds almost like an English insult or something. The impact of breweries like this on communities, though, is huge, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That people are there for whatever other reason. You see something like that, that is a place to stop, to gather, to meet people. This is where we're going to go. I love that. And their their food menu, actually, and I, you know, not that I'm going to go super way into it, but they have everything. They have little grilled New Zealand lamb lollipops called Mary Had a Little Lamb. Oh, we the lamb lollipop is a common uh, serving at the Thompson Christmas. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yes, they call it lamb pops. I always think there's maybe a better name, but maybe not. If, if Tumble Rock is saying that, I think maybe we should stick with that name then. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also have deviled eggs three ways. Love Sriracha, bacon and chive, and smoked trout and dill. Ooh. With mustard and green olive on it. I know it's and they also have wings and curds and I'm all that not, good I have stuff. To check but this out. the bottom line is you will find some pretty unique things. So Tumbled Rock, always very high on my recommendation list for a brewery. And they're right in the heart of South County. Love south it. of Baraboo. And El Ringling Brewery is good too. Okay. I don't mean to, you know, sheen over them. I'll say, well that one you know that one's my favorite because of the episode, the very first episode we ever did with a Perba which is episode 80 about worldwide cuisine. And then I went, I drove all the way there as the longest detour ever on my drive from Madison uh, home yes. to County mm-hmm. to try the empanadas that you all suggested. The Peruvian and were, empanadas, oh, yeah. wait, where is this at? This is El at El Ringling. Ringling Brewery. Oh, I love an empanada. They brew Wisconsin beers, but yeah, they, they have a really cool, unique menu there too. And Peruvian part of the focus empanadas. is empanadas. Oh, yum. Yeah, amazing. Very so you tasty. can't skip that one over because it has now become my very biased favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting up there. I've got to check that out. Perfect. Hey, bias is okay if you admit to it, right? Exactly. Of Absolutely. course. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's Eric Paulson, and I have with me on the phone Melanie Platt Gibson, a lifelong resident of Sauk County and currently Director of Development for Sauk County, formerly with the Dell's Visitor and Convention Bureau. So basically, you know Sauk County like the back of your hand, right, Melanie? I love Sauk County so much, and I'd like to say I know it like the back of my hand, the front of my hand, and every other piece. It is such an amazing county, truly, you know, something very unique sitting in you know, central Wisconsin. 
I think so, too. I think it's an incredible cross-section of the state packed into one county with the river and the landforms and the towns and everything. What do you feel makes Sauk County so unique? So we take the best of what is Wisconsin, traditional Wisconsin, when someone say about the Midwest. We are best agricultural land in the state of Wisconsin. We have beautiful bluffs that overlook crystal clear lakes. We have the Wisconsin River that cuts right through the heart of Sauk County. And let's not forget that um, one of only three places in the world, the Dells. So the Dells of the Wisconsin River, the sandstone rock formations, are beautifully um, woven into the tapestry of our landscape. And Sauk County draws a lot of both artists and entrepreneurs. Uh, and, and one of your favorite artist examples, and a place I love to stop at, I love the design of the building and everything in Spring Green, is the Opal Man. The Opal Man, who quite candidly, he went from New Zealand to New York City, and now he's in Spring Green in this beautiful, renovated old gas station with some of the most prominent displays and cuts and colors of gemstones from all over the world. He just opened up a brand new store, by the way, down in Lake Geneva. Let's get mm-hmm. a little love um, out there for some of our other areas of the state, but... He is an amazing man, and his team down there is full of information. Yeah, the variety of what you can enjoy is so spectacular, from Ishnala Supper Club down to the cheese factories, down to some of these unique little places. There's great diners in these little towns. And, yeah, if, if you made a charcuterie board of everything Sauk County, it would be a dizzying array of awesomeness. Well, and it's really interesting. So there is down in Merrimack, Wisconsin, which, of course, is the home to the Merrimack Ferry. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't done the Merrimack Ferry from side to side, you must do it. It is an amazing experience. It's funny because the ferry is seasonal in the warm weather months. And then in the cold weather months, you have some great skiing and snowboarding there. Yes. So when talking about Merrimack, we don't want to forget that there is um, Devil's Head Resort. And so the skiing is amazing. The snowboarding is amazing. We've got uh, Christmas Mountain in Lake Belton, Wisconsin, right outside of Wisconsin Dells. And mm-hmm. you can also throw in there some nice tubing. So you can, if you don't ski and you don't snowboard and you don't want to invest in the equipment, come on out because we can put you in a tube and we can send you down the hill and you'll have a blast. You might scream all the way down, but you're going to have so much fun. That's part of the and goal, right? And then they have right? contraptions that will take you right back up to the top, right? What's not to love? Everything's to love about that. We haven't even mentioned Devil's Lake State Park. Oh, we haven't mentioned Devil's Lake State Park. We haven't mentioned Mirror Lake State Park. But again, Sauk County is truly blessed. We have the best state parks in the whole state right here. And Devil's Lake State Park is, of course, absolutely stunningly gorgeous. The East Bluff, the West Bluff, you can walk and hike through multiple trails. Parfreeze Glen. Um, Natural Bridge State Park, too, right? There are so Natural Bridge State Park. We can't even begin to tell you how many amazing, you know, Pewitt's Nest, to hike back into Pewitt's Nest. Oh, yeah. And Natural Bridge State Park. And and you have some unique quirky spots to visit, too, like Dr. Evermore's Sculpture Park. We definitely have quirky. I think that comes with part of being entrepreneurial and eclectic and having a circus background for Sauk County, don't you think? That we get a little bit of the odd because we're used to selling oddities. We're used to selling a little bit crazy. And Dr. Evermore's is a little bit of all that. And I'm going to guarantee you that people that walk in there are going to come out smiling. It is really cool what he put together. It's right along Highway 12, too, which is kind of the major north-south through Sauk County. And that's across from the historically the Badger Army Ammunition Plant, which is in the process of being redeveloped. It is. I'm so glad you brought that up. So, yes, we are looking at creating an interpretive center 
um, at the Badger Army Ammunition Plant. And so, of course, that used to be for many, many years a federal installation. It's going back to our, our native Ho-Chunk uh, tribe who are just, you know, so um, excited about being able to share, you know, their history and heritage of that land. So there's going to be a couple different ways people could explore that. Uh, one is by taking the Great Sauk Trail, which starts down in Sauk Prairie and runs about 12 and a half miles up through the middle of the Badger Army Ammunition um, area. Um, and then the second is right now there is a small museum at Badger Army Ammunition. Again, it's almost directly across from uh, Dr. Evermore's. And you can stop in there seven days a week and just get a sense of the history and heritage of not only the land, but they've also depicted some of what was shaping the landscape when it was used as an Army ammunition facility. And so we are going to then build on top of that and look to be, create an interpretive center right here so people can come year-round, enjoy the land, discover the flora, fauna, um, the animals, and the history of, of what does make up Sauk County. And of course, it's bordered right there on the bluff by uh, Devil's Lake State Park. So it's just beautifully located. Yeah, well, the landscape of the Baraboo Hills, really, it's because it's to the south of that, Baraboo's to the north of that, Devil's Lake is right in between. And that's just some of the incredible landscape. And you were mentioning, uh, we were talking about the entrepreneurship a little bit too. There's a very artistic side to Sauk County, uh, but the entrepreneurial side and kind of the quirky side, that really comes through too, especially in places like Baraboo. Absolutely. And you know what? Let's move it on over to Lake Delton and Wisconsin Dells. And quite candidly, when you talk about entrepreneurialism, Todd and Sherry Nelson, born and raised in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, and they are the owners and operators of the Kalahari Resorts across the United States, born and raised right there, created right in Wisconsin Dells, Lake Delton, and now proliferated across the United States. Oh, I didn't know they were from Sauk County. Okay. Yeah, so Todd and Sherry actually are classmates of mine. Same class. We won't (laughs) say what year, but classmates of mine. And, you know, through high school and just, you know, the way he started um, was, um, you know, as an auctioneer. He was the youngest auctioneer in the state of Wisconsin. That's how he started his career. So he was doing that, you know, even through high school. But, yes, people like Todd and Sherry Nelson and what they've built and developed with um, Kalahari Resorts. You take a look at uh, the Tommy Lukes and the Helen Brothers and what they've been able to do with the Wilderness Resorts. Again, born and raised in Lake Delton, Wisconsin Dells, created right there, and now is spread across the United States as a brand. That's pretty cool. And, of course, you helped turn that uh, with the Dells, Sauk, and Columbia County border, the water park capital of the world. And then at the other end of the county, you have things like American Players Theater and Spring Green. We do. We have everything in between. We have the, the Wallersheim Winery, which, you know, Julie and Philippe Picard have brought into the winery distillery bistro. And that was a Hungarian hunt, a Hungarian count back in the early days, seeing the vision of what Sauk Prairie was. And it was a huge railroad hub. And he said, I can't envision a more beautiful place in the world along the Wisconsin River. So he decided to stay there and look at what his vision has created today. You're right. So that sits on one side of the county. We move over along the Wisconsin River to Spring Green. We have the Spring Green Desert, the Conservancy. We've got um, American Players Theater. We have some beautiful uh, downtown theater gems. We have beautiful restaurants over there now. We have got uh, just an amazing, vibrant business community there right along Highway 14 and 23. Then we move over and we have places like Laval, just quaint, 
gorgeous. The 400 trail, the bicycle mm-hmm. trail runs through that. Um, yeah, and, and Reedsburg is, is a pretty dynamic little town. That's That's been growing pretty nicely. Let's Talk is not a little town anymore. Reedsburg actually just recently hit 10,000 people. And I have to tell you, Reedsburg is getting it done. Um, we have got a brand new hotel going in over there. And then you've got what has traditionally been the pillars of the community, the Grady foundries and the uh, flambeau plastics and seats and things like that are growing. So the Sowies have continued to reinvest. They're doing such a great job. They continue to do castings for um, engines and components that, that go all over the world. So many amazing things, sound devices over there. They are right outside of Reedsburg. And they make uh, sound equipment that travels with the entertainment and film industry from California all over the world, right from Reedsburg, Wisconsin. I've seen that. That's right along highways 23 and 33, which is, and that's just west of the Pioneer Village, which takes you through the history of the area, which is a really cool place to visit on weekends in the summer. It is. And you need to watch for when they have that little barbecue that they do out there and the reenactment. It is quite an entertaining weekend and i would say it's well worth a visit i travel by my tummy (laughs) by your nose and your tummy right you follow the scent then you get the flavor amen (laughs) melanie thank you so much for your passion and your time on this today it has been my pleasure entirely we want to invite you to sauk county come early come often but join us So, I mean, these are just a few, by the way, of the interesting facts and stories that help make Sauk County unique. And it is, to me, it's one of the most unique counties in the state just because it is such a great cross-section of the state. So we're going to have a docu-series coming a little bit later in the year. And you know that soon because there's not much of the year left. Mm -hmm. That includes unique stories from across counties. And we're looking forward to sharing that with all of you. And so, Michelle, what are a few of the stories we can look forward to when we're watching that feature on Sauk County that's oh, coming Oh, there's up. some exciting ones, Eric. So the first one, Ishnala Supper Club. Ah. It is the gold standard in our state. It is Sauk County, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we discover, we visit a Discover Wisconsin fan favorite at Ishnala and always voted the number one supper club. Their old fashions, <laughs> the brandy old fashions they sell. I'm going to say I'm a whiskey old fashioned person, but that doesn't matter because they are nailing it at Ishnala with old fashions all day long. So instead of taking the typical Discover Wisconsin approach, this uniquely Wisconsin story looks at the people that make this top restaurant hum. We hear from the wait staff who are there 14 hour days, the chef. We see the bond of the father, Bob Prosser, and his son, Michael, as they look to carry on through the traditions for so many more years to come. They, it, it is truly an experience when you go to Ishnala. As you know, it might take a couple hours to get a table. You're overlooking Mirror Lake. It's a fascinating look at this business. Well, you're never you know, in a hurry there. I mean, no, you're no. not going. You're not going in and out of there. Quickly. First of all, it's ten minutes in and out on the winding driveway. Yes, you <laughs> hear all the signs. You hear the the Rat Pack music coming in. Uh-huh. There's tables all over. You can sit down by the beach waiting for your table. Sip a Wisconsin old fashioned, which their brandy, I believe, is from Wallersheim Winery. They have their own. Oh. Ishnala brandy that is that hmm. is brewed at at Wallersheim's. That doesn't surprise me with how iconic it is. Like they deserve their own like Absolutely. type of brandy. But the only disappointing thing about Ishnala for me is that they are officially closed for the season as we air this episode. Um, I'm heartbroken about that because we had put it off and put it off with yep. another couple, and I just discovered they have closed for the season. So yeah. Yeah. Give us they'll something be back to... open in May. Absolutely, yeah. and though they work so hard there to give the ultimate Wisconsin experience. And we, we learn about the people in the back of the house that are making that food just 
nail it every single time. We also take a look at Circus World. So Baraboo is known for being the home to the Ringling Brothers. And the circus is a tradition that brings performers together to entertain the masses. In this story, we visit Mr. Bill, one of the clowns from the Clown College. We also visit with a touring family of circus performers, a real family tradition, and capture the final show of ringmaster Dave Salutis, who has been an iconic figure at Circus World. Very cool. Now, speaking of performances. American Players Theater. Talk about world-renowned talent. American Players Theater provides an outdoor theater experience along the gorgeous rolling hills near Spring Green. The Wisconsin River cuts through the southern end of the county, and out of nowhere is this outdoor amphitheater for Shakespearean type of plays, all different sorts. The story is a look behind the curtain of this world-class theater and the performers that come to this area to perform and now call it home. So if you've been to American Players Theater, you picnic before, you're surrounded by the gorgeous, gorgeous natural history of Spring Green, and then you go into these shows and they are absolutely earth-shatteringly talented it is remarkable that the level of talent they draw to apt absolutely and if you love the area i mean all the frank lloyd wright architecture is right around there too and even just downtown spring green really cool and then there's a great little jewelry shop called the opal man in an old gas station built of stone from the 20s right on highway 23 all right i'm going there for sure it's it's a lovely jewelry shop there's they have two locations the other one's in lake geneva but the one in spring green shop okay great great stop and if you love old gas stations it's just great to see i love that yeah so american players theater every time i go there when you can stop and look up at the sky and see a quilt of stars above you and world-class theater in front of you that is an experience that you're not getting anywhere else well, it's nice because you're you're far out from city lights. Absolutely, so those, and the other the thing night is, sky I am is brilliant. Little known fact about Michelle Thompson: I'm terrified of bats, <laughs> and occasionally there may be a few. They're very high overhead. They add to the experience if you see them when you're out in the woods in the middle of a show. But it makes it even more exciting. It also reduces the mosquito population <laughs> around there, right. so you, enjoy them. Yeah, so they also have cans <laughs> of off for people. <laughs> well, I think we've been able to highlight quite a few unique things about Salt County, and honestly. Probably one of the most really unique in the state. I can't say that. It really is. I can't say that because this entire series is about all of the uniqueness of the different (laughs) counties. But I mean, between, yeah, just the the circus history. Oh, the evidence is right here. The natural history. There's so much there. And you'll see it on the show. Today's bonus episode of Uniquely Wisconsin on the Cabin Podcast was sponsored by Salt County, was hosted by Eric Paulson, Michelle Gormican-Johnson, and me, Susan Foch, produced by me with audio engineering by Matt Renta and video teasers by Logan Ingram with social media by me and Courtney Haas. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com and don't forget to leave us that review.